Hello and welcome to Cavalcade of America from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Starring Jimmy Stewart in A Guy Who Had to Have a Horse on the Cavalcade of America, sponsored by the DuPont Company, maker of better things for better living through chemistry. But first, here is Gain Whitman. Now that the children are outdoors in all kinds of unpleasant weather, here is helpful information about DuPont Zeland Durable Repellent Finish. It gives weather protection to rainwear, sportswear, and children's clothes. When you buy rain and snow clothes with the Zeland tag on them, You'll be keeping your youngsters snug this winter. Unlike ordinary water repellents, DuPont Zeland continues to give protection even after washing or cleaning. It's a durable repellent finish. Zeland is one of DuPont's better things for better living through chemistry. The DuPont Company presents A Guy Who Had to Have a Horse, starring Jimmy Stewart as Vance Gorman on The Cavalcade of America. to Vance Gorman, who's going in the army. And, like any self-respecting cowboy, going into the cavalry. <laughs> now, in case you ain't noticed, there's eats and whistle-wetting material on that table over there. Yeah, yeah, but don't eat and drink everything. Leave some for the guest of honor. That's all. Dive in. Hey, uh, you care for something, Vance? Nope, I'm too excited. Vance, it's a great thing you're doing. And it's right and proper that you, you pick the horse cavalry. Oh, I'd feel kind of silly on anything else, Kelly. Sure, sure you would, son. I felt the same way back in 98. That's why I picked the Rough Riders. But uh, I want to tell you something, Vance. What's that, Kelly? Well, it ain't all going to be fancy dress parades. Some of it ain't going to be nice to look at. Put it here. But there's one way you can keep your head and your heart... Just like they are now. Like they are now? Yep. Clear-headed and good-hearted. Hold on to some dream you got, Vance. Never lose it. Not even for a second. Keep it in your head and your heart. You got a dream, ain't you, boy? Oh, I reckon I have, Kelly. 
I want to come back here to Montana and raise the finest cow horses in the country. I guess I'll keep that in my head. That's it, then, Dan. Now, let me tell you, I want... Stop the racket, boys. Stop the racket. Well, being the official speechmaker that you're getting, I think it's about time I made one. Now, this party is for Vance Gorman, who's going away. We're going to miss him because we like him. He's our people, and we ain't going to forget. And we're not going to let him forget it either. Oh, all right, Sam. Bring it right up here. Put it down right here, Sam. Vance? Uh, you ain't going to embarrass me, are you? Oh, no, no. In that box, Vance, is a little present we got for you. Open it up, kid. Well, do I have to make a speech after a look at it? <laughs> You're darn tootin'. Go ahead. <laughs> well, doggone. A saddle. <laughs> oh, that's a beauty, boys. Well, I never had a saddle like that in my life before. What, do I have to make a speech? Well, shucks, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what to... Well, I, I, I reckon the only thing I can say is just what Kelly just told me. He said that I should keep hold on something inside me. Well, I, I got that something. And it's the same thing y'all got, I guess. Maybe it's this country, Montana. Maybe it's just the air in the morning or the sun in the evening. Might just be the dust on the trail when we're running horses in the spring. Could be that it's the horses when they come in from the runs. The way they walk with their heads up and the way they run free. Like before their halter broke, you know. But I know I got it, and I'll remember it. And having this saddle with me and the cavalry is going to help me remember more than anything else. And I promise you that it ain't going to make no difference where I go or what I do. This saddle will be with me. It'll a piece of you and Montana, and that's all. <laughs> Come in. Well, Vance, you back already? Yep, Kelly, I'm back. Well, sit down, sit down, tell me about it. Hey, how was it, son? All right. You look like a sick horse. Feel like one. Vance, you ain't trying to tell me they turned you down. Why, doggone them no good sway back mangy... Oh, now, Kelly, you don't want to get yourself all lathered up like that. Yeah, I'll get lathered up if I want to. Vance, you take me right down to that place and let me tell them an earful. Oh, pull up now, Kelly. It ain't that bad. I wasn't turned down. You wasn't? Then why in thunder you looking like a Greybroke cayuse? Well, Kelly, I... You, you ain't gonna like it no better than I did. I, I went down there and... Doggone it, Kelly. They got me in the Navy. <laughs> Holy jumping, Bronx! The Navy? The Navy. You in the Navy? I'm in the Navy. Well, doggone. Didn't you tell him you was a cowboy? Didn't you? Oh, I talked you... myself hoarse down there, Kelly. I told him I got seasick. I told him I never saw more in a lake. I told him water scares the lights out of me, but they got me in the Navy. Who's our senator from Montana? Oh, it ain't gonna do no good. I got a report tomorrow. You can't do it. You can't. I tell you what. 
You hide out in the hills till this thing blows over. <laughs> oh, no, it's, it's no use, Kelly. I'm a sailor. Do you hear that, what I'm telling you? I'm a sailor. They're going to put me on a boat uh, with water all around me. Not a horse in sight. What am I going to do without horses? I've got nothing to hold on to. Now, now, boy. Now, now, now. now don't, don't go on like that. <clears throat> Maybe they got uh, some horses in the Navy. You ever see one? Well, of course, they ain't never been in the Navy. But uh, this is a big war, boy. No telling what they'll do. Kelly? I know what I'm going to do. Oh, oh, look now, man. No, 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 no. Don't get the bit in your teeth and run off. <clears throat> Just forget what I said about hiding out. No, it ain't that. Kelly, you remember that saddle you boys give me? Sure. <clears throat> Should he give you a rowboat? No, no. But I'm going to take that saddle with me. What for? You loco? No, I ain't. You remember telling me that no matter how bad things got, as long as I had some idea, a dream, I wouldn't get all lost inside? Sure, but the saddle. It's going with me. You know why, Kelly? Because someday, someplace, I'm going to find me a horse to go with it. In the Navy? In or out, I'm going to find me a horse. And it'll be the best horse I ever had, because no matter what a man wants, as long as it's good, he'll get it if he wants it bad enough. Okay, you're in boot camp now. We'll try to make sailors out of you. First thing, get your gear in order and... What What the devil is that? Hey, you, what's this? This? Yeah, this. Well, I guess you'd call it a saddle. Hey, <laughs> call! What's your name? Vance Gorman, Chief. Get rid of that saddle. Oh, I'm afraid I couldn't do that, Chief. What? Why not? Well, Chief, now, I ain't trying to be funny here, but... This saddle was a going-away present from the boys up in Montana. They thought I was going into the cavalry, see? I carry it the same way Benny there takes along his guitar or Eddie packs an accordion. Maybe like you carry a souvenir. You do, don't you? <laughs> well, yeah, sure, but, but it ain't a saddle. But it is something you wouldn't want to give up. <laughs> well, all right, keep it. But tell me something, cowboy. Yes, sir? You don't really expect to find a horse in the Navy, do you? Well, maybe it sounds crazy, but I sort of got a real hunch that someplace I'm going to find me a horse, and when I do... Yeah? I'm going to be the happiest sailor in the United States Navy. Benny? You ever see such a godforsaken spot? Oh, if I could only look at just the postcard, even, of Radio City or the Third Avenue L. It has dumped just me to Willie's. Oh, it's kind of pretty. Well, maybe it is to you, but I don't like palm trees, sand, mosquitoes, or Japs. No, no more Japs. Well, not now. Hey, you, you still got that saddle? Sure. Let <laughs> you see, now, you lugged that thing through boot camp in San Diego. Three battles, two amphibious landings, not out here in the South Pacific. You never gave up the horse idea, did you? Nope. What's so wonderful about a horse? Well, it ain't only the horse, Benny. It's the idea. What idea? Well, before I shoved off, an old friend of mine said that if, if a man had an idea or a dream in his head, a good one, nothing would bother him. He would never forget that he was a human being. Hey, Ben! 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 Oh, where have you been? Gosh, I've been looking all over. Ben. What's eating, Eddie? Hold tight. Hold tight, Ben. I just saw a horse. 
You saw, you saw... Honest. Uh, honest Vance or horse? Uh, you, you ain't ribbing me. Yeah, you ain't ribbing him, are you? Now, what kind of a lunk do you think I am? But, Vance, you gotta hurry because the lieutenant's gonna shoot him. Shoot a horse? Shoot a horse? Well, are you gonna stand there gawking? Are you coming oh, along? Oh, yeah, come on, come on. Show me the way. <laughs> There it is, Vance. Right there. It is. It's a horse. That thing? It's a horse, ain't it? A horse. Are you the man who wanted to see the colt before we destroy it? Oh, yes, sir, but, uh, Lieutenant, you, you ain't gonna shoot it. I'm afraid so. It's too far gone. Well, but it's only a colt, sir. You wouldn't be right to shoot a colt while he ain't lived yet. Well, I don't think he'd live anyway. Well, but if he had the right man to take care of him, you know, sort of nurse him along, make him feel like he had a friend, you know. Well, look at him, man. He can't stand up. His eyes are glazed. His body's one mass of bites. But his head, Lieutenant, just look at his head. Wait, sir, it's a fine head. He's a great colt. That's your nut. Shut up, Ben. I'm afraid I'll have to shoot him. No, well, wait, you can't do that. Take it easy, kid. Uh, what were you going to say? Oh, uh, uh look, uh, Lieutenant, I... You know, back in Montana, I had a colt that got tore up by a cougar, and, uh, he was much worse shape than this one. And, Lieutenant, I took that colt back to the corral, and I nursed him like a baby. And I could do the same with this one now if you just give me a chance, sir. Well, he might be a typhus carrier. Well, I'll, I'll disinfect him, Lieutenant. I'll keep him away from the men. I'll, I'll just watch over him like a baby, Lieutenant. It will help him, sir. Sure. Vance has just got to have this colt, sir. Well, uh... Uh... Look. Tell you what I'll do. Now, I have to walk down the trail here. Now, if somebody got this colt out of here by the time I came back... Yes, sir. But if in, uh, let's say, a week, if I find a coal around here that's in as bad a shape as this one is, I'd have to shoot him. Understand? I understand, Lieutenant. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I got you, Lieutenant. Okay. Now, uh, I'm going to tend to some business down the trail. I'll see you later. I got a horse. I got a horse. Uh, that's open to question. <laughs> but, Vance, how will we get this, uh, this back to camp? Oh, wait. I I'll talk to him. What's this? Come on, boy. Come on. Come on. Get up, boy. He, uh, he didn't even hear you, Vance. Looks to me like you got a lemon, Vance. Oh, we... We got to get him off this trail before the lieutenant comes back. Oh, he's so weak, he can't even stand. Yeah. Looks like he might die right here. No, he's not going to die now. We're going to get him out of here. We'll carry him back. Here, come on, Benny, this side. Eddie, you uh, take yeah, that huh? side. I'll carry back here. <laughs> listening to Jimmy Stewart as Vance Gorman in A Guy Who Had to Have a Horse on the Cavalcade of America, sponsored by the DuPont Company, maker of better things for better living through chemistry. As our second act begins, Vance Gorman and two of his friends have carried a sick, starved, emaciated colt back out of the jungle to a shelter near their barracks. And Vance has begun the long, careful work of making his dream live and stand up on all four legs. Now, look, Vance, you can't keep coming back here for this stuff. Bandages, DDT, iodine, mercurochrome. But, Sammy, I, I gotta have it for Montana. Uh, for six days, you've been doctoring that colt, and he looks worse now than when you started. Maybe he's been drinking the iodine. Oh, no, no, no. Just a little while longer, Sammy. Now, you're the pharmacist, mate, and you can get me this stuff. Sure, right. but, but what, what good's it gonna do? Sammy, I've got one more day to get that horse on its feet. He's a great colt. He'll make a great horse, but, of course, not if he gets shot. Okay, okay, you talked me into it again. Well, 
Gee, I don't know, Vance. I can't see much improvement. But his eyes, Benny. Look at his eyes. Yeah. Look, he's got them open. He, sure, sure, he's got them open. But he don't look good. Now, listen, don't say things like that. Montana's my horse, and I say he's better than the day we brought him in from the jungle. Well, I hope the lieutenant thinks so. Oh, he's got to. Now, look, look, Benny. Montana knows me. Now, watch when I go near to him. Now, watch now. Now, look, baby. When the lieutenant comes, you've got to look good. How about it, boy? You see, Benny? He understands. You hear that? Watch it. Watch it. The lieutenant. As you are. Well, how's the horse? Oh, fine, fine, sir. Yes, sir. You see those eyes just bright as the summer sun and that coat. Uh, what coat? Uh, well, shiny this morning. It's sort of dusty now. I'm afraid he was too far gone, Gorman. Oh, but, sir, he's coming along fine. I, I had horses in Montana much worse off. The one that was uh, torn up by the cougar? Yes, sir, yes, sir. Well, that what one. happened to him? He died. <laughs> No, but he was much worse off than this one, much worse. And he would have pulled through, only I got sick myself and had to give him to somebody else. But Montana, he's much better. He, uh, he hasn't stood up yet, has he? Well, uh, well, uh, uh, uh Lieutenant, I'll tell you, he, he I, I just didn't think he was strong enough to do that, so when he wanted to, I made him stay down. Did he try to? Did he? Uh, well, uh, and no, not exactly, yeah, but uh, moved his legs. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I saw him do it. So did Benny, too, didn't you? Yeah, oh, sure. Yeah, he moved his now, legs. Now, look, man, I'm as much against doing this thing as you are, but I can't help myself. Well, if the old man found out... Hey, he's trying to get up, hey. Oh, baby, Montana, come on. Come on, baby, get up. There, the other leg now, Montana. Oh, the other leg, that's it. He is getting up. Sure, sure he is, sir. Come on, Montana, come on. Come, come here. Come to me, baby. Yay! No, come here, baby. Come to me. Oh, baby, you made it. You're up. Lieutenant, ain't he beautiful? Yeah, beautiful. Just don't let the cook see him. Carry on, man. Benny. Huh? Eddie, I, yeah. I got a horse. I got a real live, honest-to-goodness horse. Well, guys, how's he look now? Oh, boy, what a horse. I got a hand at the advance. You're a magician with horses. But what are you going to do with him? We're, we're shoving off tomorrow, you know. Shoving off? Yeah, sooner than we thought. Well, maybe they'll let me keep him, huh? Oh, now, look, Vance, having a saddle in the Navy was a gag. But taking a horse aboard ship, that's out. But this just ain't any horse, Benny. Why, I nursed him. I brought him back to life, practically. You know, he'd just naturally die if we left him here on the island and went away without him. Sure, sure, I know, but what are you going to do? Well, I don't rightly know, Benny. Like I always said, if a man wants something hard enough and it's right... You'll get it. Right now, I can't think of anything. I want more than having Montana with me for good. Navy or no Navy. Well, this is it, Vance. Yeah, I know, Eddie. Where's he? He's tied up behind a shack over there. You, uh, you got any idea yet? Yeah, I sort of figured something out. Yeah? What? See that girl over there? Huh? Yeah, part of the USO. So what? She's going to get Montana shipped out of here with me. You kidding? Nope, I ain't. Oh, brother. I've seen crazy guys before, but you and that horse... You just stay where you are. Uh, uh, excuse me, ma'am. Oh, hello. Uh, you're one of those uh, show people, aren't you? Yes. Uh-huh. Well, uh, certainly was a great show. Really swell. Oh, well, thank you. But, uh, Miss, uh... Miss, uh... Call me Kathy. Oh, thanks, ma'am. Uh, Miss Kathy, 
As I was saying, the show was swell except for one thing. Oh, really? What didn't you like? Well, it, uh, it ain't that there was anything we didn't like. We just thought that there was something missing, that's all. Missing? For example? Well, uh, for example, say, uh, oh, something like a sort of a trained animal. Horse, maybe. <laughs> what are you talking about? Well, it's like this, Miss Kathy. The singing was good. The singing was fine. The dancing was, too. But now suppose you had a real trained horse, one that could untie knots with its teeth and bring water when you'd whistle for him and count up to ten with his hooves. And, boy, that'd be a hit, wouldn't it, huh? Is your name by any chance Vance Gorman? Yes, ma'am. And is the horse's name Montana? I got a horse named Montana, sure. <laughs> and the Navy won't let you take him with you, is that it? <laughs> well, I guess I sort of made a fool of myself just now. Oh, no, no, please don't think that. No one ever does that if he does something close to his heart. No, I've uh, heard about you and your horse. Everyone on the island has. I see. You love that horse, don't you? I do, ma'am. Well, Mr. Gorman, if it's humanly possible, our troop will have a trained horse when we go back to the States. This is it, Vance, the USA. Ice cream cones, concrete sidewalks, and double features. Sure looks good. Wonder how Montana's going to like hey, it. Hey, Vance, looks like you're famous, kid. Here, get a load of this newspaper. The sailor... What's this? The sailor who had to have a horse. They mean me? They yeah. don't mean Admiral Halsey. Go on, go on, read the rest of it. Well, it ain't nothing, Eddie. It's just a lot of newspapers. Hey, hey, here comes Montana and the dame who got him off the island for you. Hello, baby. Hello, Mr. Gorman. Oh. Hello, Mr. Gorman. Oh, hello, Miss Kathy. <laughs> well, you and Montana are famous. Reporters will be here any minute. Oh, you've got to get me out of this. Oh, but you can't go. Oh, look, don't you see, Vance? Uh, people have been reading about war and battle. Then they read about you and Montana, and, and it did for them what Montana did for you. It gave them an ideal, a sane ideal in the middle of ugliness and misery. Well, I'm glad, Miss Kathy, but now we're back home, Montana and me. I don't want any of this, Miss Kathy. I... I'm, Montana could say anything. He wouldn't want it either. Vance, a movie company has offered you a lot of money if you'll take Montana to Hollywood. To Hollywood? That's right. And one of the newspapers wants to put you up at the finest hotel in the city. All expenses paid. Well, for what? For the exclusive rights to the story. But there ain't any story, ma'am. There ain't any story at all. No story? No, ma'am. Uh, let me talk to him, miss. Look, Vance, you got gold-plated stuff waiting for you. What are you thinking about? Me? Well, I'm thinking about a flea-bitten, mangy coat lying out in the jungle. I'm thinking about a man named Kelly and a lot of boys we ain't going to see anymore. You see, they had the same thing I had. The same thing? Yeah. An ideal, Kelly called it. A dream. Theirs was the same as mine, only mine's got four legs and people can see it. That's the only difference. So you see, Miss Kathy, there, there ain't any story. And if there was, it wouldn't be exclusive like something you can shut up and show people for money. Well, anybody's welcome anytime to come and see Montana for free. I had a hunch you'd say something like this. Well, I, I'm sorry I caused all the ruckus around here, Miss Kathy. And, and uh, gee, I, I want to thank you again for bringing Montana back for me. I, I, th I think I'd better be getting along. It's all right, then. Well, how do you like this? You're crazy, Vance. But kind of nice crazy. Okay, Eddie. Come on, Montana, let's go. Uh, where are you going? Me? 
Oh, I figure when we shove off again, I'm going to have to do it without Montana. We got a lot of things to talk over. You know something, Eddie? Hmm? What? There goes the only sailor in the United States Navy who's going to spend shore leave with a horse. <laughs> Star Jimmy Stewart will return to our cavalcade microphone in a moment. Now, here is Gain Whitman. Do you save old paper, string, and things like that? Some people make a hobby of it. Most of us don't ordinarily do it. Conscientious as we tried to be, we even found it quite a chore to save old paper during the war, when it was badly needed. Here's an unusual little story about saving paper, or making more paper, which amounts to the same thing, by saving trees. In papermaking, logs are brought in from the forest, stripped of their bark, and chipped by machinery. The chips are chemically treated to remove color and impurities, so as to get a light-colored paper. The sap, the tar, the resins in the wood are washed away as waste. What remains is cellulose, the basic material of a tree and the basic material of paper. Cellulose is easy to bleach. This is the way many higher-grade papers have always been made. But using just the cellulose means that only half of each log is used. The rest is waste. A more economical way paper manufacturers have known for years would be to use the whole log. And there is a process called the groundwood process that does this. But it has never been practical to bleach this groundwood pulp to make a good commercial paper. Recently, DuPont discovered a process for doing just this. Groundwood pulp bleached by the DuPont method can be used in larger proportions to supplement chemical pulp in the manufacture of high-grade paper. The process is much too complicated to go into in detail, but it centers around a DuPont chemical compound trademarked Solozone sodium peroxide. The DuPont process offers a more efficient, less costly way of producing many papers, not only for magazines and books, but for catalogs and directories, tissues and toweling, mimeograph sheets and writing tablets. The finished paper has a smoother, more velvety feel. It doesn't have the harshness found in papers containing unbleached groundwood. It is highly absorbent, which means not only that it takes ink well in high-speed rotary presses, but that facial tissues and towels made of it take up more water. This chemical development can greatly increase the amount of printing paper made from a given amount of wood, cut operating costs of paper making, and finally, make an improved groundwood paper at lower cost. No small achievement for one chemical compound, Solozone, one of the DuPont Company's better things for better living through chemistry. And now, here is Jimmy Stewart. Thank you very much. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'd just like to say a little something about the victory loan. The war has been won, and that's a great thing. But our victory has brought its responsibilities. The men who are wounded... There are families who have in their windows, or maybe only in their hearts, a flag with a gold star. We owe a measureless debt to those men and to their families. You can begin to help to pay some of it off by buying victory bonds to the limit of your ability. Our victory has, been, has made us secure from war, secure in peace. And now we've all got a chance to make that security stick. Let's all put every extra dollar in victory bonds. So, 
Next Monday night, Cavalcade will bring you glamorous Senia Hasso in a tale of romance from the fields where not so long ago the battle raged. A play about a Dutch refugee girl whose faith in herself and in the future was restored by an American G.I. Listen next week to I Count the Days, starring Senia Hasso on the DuPont Cavalcade of America. Jimmy Stewart's next picture will be It's a Wonderful Life to be produced and directed by Frank Capra. The music for tonight's DuPont Cavalcade play was composed and conducted by Robert Armbruster. Our Cavalcade play was written by Russell Hughes and Bernard Fines and was based on the story by Greta Palmer, A Sailor Who Had to Have a Horse, published by Reader's Digest. Tonight's Cavalcade players were Victor Rodman, Horace Murphy, Harry Jackson, Sidney Miller, Eddie Marr, Joseph Julian, Herbert Bygren, and Mary Jane Croft. This is Tom Collins inviting you to listen next week to Senior Hasso in I Count the Days on the Cavalcade of America, brought to you by the DuPont Company of Wilmington, Delaware. This is the National Broadcasting Company.